The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? It's Brad Williams, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two... Bring the in-ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game. And live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on supershowthegame.com. Order today and join a spectacle so grand it can only be called the Super Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the answer to your prayers is here. My name is Ariella Nix, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid, cutting a promo. Bear with me. I'm just coming in from work and want to make sure I get this knocked down for you. Ladies and gentlemen who are listening to the podcast, make sure that we tighten up this week's episode. It's going to be a fun episode, ladies and gentlemen. Going to discuss this week's Killing a Promo will be a collaboration of two new stories uh, that we spoke about in the previous episode. One will be of the quote-unquote forbidden door that's possibly opened with WWE uh, when discussing the Royal Rumble and the possibilities as well as the recent releases in NXT as well as... And doing doing part to the fact in which I believe that um this is all a vengeful and spiteful action that's being done because Triple H couldn't uh, get the numbers up going head to head with AEW and probably more that's going on. But also, if you guys stay tuned, we're going to be discussing as well uh, the hard to kill pay per view from Impact Wrestling and having a really in depth fun conversation. With a friend of the show, our boy Homicide stops in. This is when we do our usual uh, annual check-in with him. He's had an exceptional year. Uh, from from the guy who discussed not too long ago that he was going to retire to him, having an emergence in, in pro wrestling with his run at Ring of Honor, at uh, MLW, making an appearance at AEW. And uh, he also discusses the real tension between Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. So you guys don't want to miss that later on in this episode. So cutting a promo, as I mentioned this week, we're discussing in collaborations. want to discuss firstly and then just gradually go into um, what's going, what I feel is going to happen down the line with the Royal Rumble. So as you guys Heard by now, Mickey James was announced as an entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble. Also being mentioned was the fact that she is the Impact Women's Champion, which 
uh, also being recognized. I believe it's on the WWE website where WWE.com that she is acknowledged as the impact champion. Mm. Interesting. I find this very interesting. Do I think that this is going to be some kind of, um, common occurrence with the WWE? I don't think so because the WWE doesn't know how to play fair and do right by other promotions. Uh, also around the Royal Rumble season, this is not, um, uncommon. We have seen talents from other promotions and uh companies show up but it's not anything to the scale in which we have have mentions of their promotion on the show we just know that they come they drop it and then they leave my 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 theory is that you know it's it's WWE using as they always do, just using the other talents or promotions to garner some kind of fan connection. Excuse me. Some fan connection because they see that the, um, the audience has been growing weary of them not basically acknowledging the fact that other companies exist no one's sitting there and asking wwe to do a full-on uh interpromotional run but don't act as though that you are the be all and all that just that just exists in the world and honestly it's not the days of yore where you were the the king of the mountain it's not that way anymore fans are smarter um the audience is growing uh, much younger, but yet wiser to other wrestling. Because it's not just I'm a WWE fan when it comes to kids. It's just I'm a wrestling fan. Kids just want to watch wrestling. Uh, some some wrestling may be a little bit too outrageous to be viewed by younger audiences, but kids are aware who who said, who, who, who said wrestlers are. It's, you know, certain kids will ask questions, especially if they, you know, Chris Jericho isn't there anymore. Where is he at? Oh, he's at another company. Oh, okay. Where's he? Oh, oh, oh Brian Danielson. Oh, he's in another company. They're, the kids are aware. And then your your older audience, your 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 bread and butter audience, which brings you the money, they definitely are in tune and love to give you guys the the the, the wink and the nod, like, hey, you know. You know, such and such is uh is really from this promotion. They've they've even done it within their own, where they act as though that these these, these their talent hasn't come from somewhere else. Whenever you hear a call up from NXT, you you hear a quick mention the latest the latest uh per, the latest main roster uh, call up. And then you never hear from it again. You never hear anything that ever resembles them winning some kind of accolades championship or anything. They go right down to uh, mid-card, uh, uh, mid-card lane. 
with that being said, you know, speaking of NXT, I mentioned I mentioned earlier in a uh, previous episode where I, I, I said I'm no longer going to cover it. And I feel bad because there are some talent there that I would like to keep an eye on. I'm still a big fan of Pete Dunne. I'm still a fan of Ciampa, which I believe those two are going to get the call up. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do to them. Oh, my Lord. Uh, wow. I, I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to see how they just going to turn Ciampa into like some kind of pirate or... or a, a villain from Waterworld or some shit like that. I, I know that they're just going to do him terribly. They're going to put like a fucking a, a, a patch over his eye or make him some kind of uh, uh, Mad Max looking kind of character, some shit. They're going to really destroy him. And if, as for Pete Dunne, it's, I don't know, are we going to go full bloke kind of a, a, a Cockney English gentleman or such. I mean, they're really gonna fucking destroy them when they go to the main roster. I already know it's just it's gonna be a disaster. As for the rest of the roster, I mean, I, I I'm still a big fan of Carmelo Hayes, um, Odyssey Jones. I'm you know I was looking forward to see Roderick is still there, which I, I believe he's gonna get released soon. Uh I, I, I'm still not sold on the Braun Breaker thing. Personality-wise, promo-wise, he's okay. He's doing well there. I still think there's a lot of work for him to be done in the ring. He has yet to cut his teeth. But uh, I still haven't seen you know anything there that, 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 that screams championship material. Um There's the Usos brother that's down there that I'm 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 highly interested in seeing. I think they're gonna they're gonna make him look terrible down there as well. They're not gonna give him a, they're not gonna give him much of a look. I think that um he has something there if they would just uh, let it go. Other than that, Raquel Gonzalez she'll be getting a call up possibly soon, as well as Dakota Kai. Because the women's roster on um, on the main shows need it. But I really don't have any ambition or, or drive to watch that show anymore. You've gotten written, you got rid of the talent that uh, was making that show. And now you got rid of the people behind the scenes that were really making that show something feasible to watch. The, the Regals. The Samoa Joes, the Armstrongs, the Road Dog. You got, uh, well, hell, you guys did, um, uh, uh, um, was that Steve Carino's sister? Uh, was it Allison Danger? You guys did her dirty. She just got there and then you fucking fired her. This is all just petty bullshit. Vince is on his petty bullshit. You too old to be petty just because you're, your son-in-law wasn't able to vanquish AEW on a head-to-head, which should have never happened in the first place. It should have never been a head-to-head. Why would you do that? I actually had hope for you guys. I actually thought that you guys were going to pull the numbers, especially early on, since you know the roster that they had early on 
was was just thrown together indie guys. And speaking of, and this is what I'm speaking of AEW. Right now, you wouldn't even stand toe to toe with them. No way down the line, no one would even if 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 AEW was going head to head with NXT right now. Nowhere down the line would you guys even break five hundred thousand uh viewers a week. But that's of your own doing. That's your own fault. You basically set up the whole. You, you got rid of Gabe uh, Gabe Sapolsky, another guy who's a smart smart in the business, a good booker. Got rid of him. You're just basically throwing out talent just so that other um, promotions, other companies could load up and uh, start throwing rocks at the throne. And I've been saying for the longest, I said, you know, WWE is the Yankees, but, you know, even the Yankees have bad seasons. Hell, they haven't won a World Series in a few years now. And they've looked miserable in the playoffs. WWE is looking the same way. And now with them releasing this, and it's all all just to, like I said, it's just a petty move. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I will not be surprised. Triple H sells all his shares and just says, I'm out of here. I can't deal with this. You know, rather than, you know, lose a friendship or, or, or kill any, you know, or just have any bad blood within the family, I would rather leave. And he sells off and he asks for his release and he, you know, quits, whatever, and takes whatever money he has, gets some people and go buy Ring of Honor. I would not be surprised if he just popped up at the Supercard show in April during WrestleMania weekend. I know it might be a little bit too soon, but I wouldn't be surprised. Or made it maybe down the line during the year. Why not? There I go. My pager going off. I forgot forgot the term. Yeah, I, I use a pager at work. Like if it's still 1995 and shit. Um, yeah, like I said, I would not be surprised if this occurred. The breadcrumbs were already being placed down. Now we we when we saw you know Scotty Too Hotty leave, you saw <clears throat> Samoa Joe getting released, then brought back as Triple H's guy to be uh, more involved, and then we got him, you know, being part of production, and then you release him again. No, the silly part was when he when he had to drop the title, and there was no reason why he did it. it, 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 it due to injury, but nobody nobody explained what the injury was. Breadcrumbs are being dropped. We knew that something was coming down. You know, Beth Phoenix just automatically says, hey, I'm going to leave. I want to spend more time with my my daughters. But yet then shows up on Raw. That, that, That promotion, that aspect of WWE NXT was on its demise. And the writing was on the wall. I can't, I can't sit there and watch that thing. I can't watch it. And morally, I can't. Uh, you know, it to me, it's it's not like you know, it's 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 not it's it's that the the way you handle business and then the and, and 
especially in, in that kind of environment, these are fresh, you know, talent that are, are coming in and for them to come in and see the people who are bringing them in all of a sudden just be released the way that they were. How would it, how how can anyone feel comfortable with that? You know, and then the talent that was already there who who felt secure with the likes of uh, of of you know Triple H and Matt Bloom and and Shawn Michaels to all of a sudden have their their staff just get ripped away like that. And then the talent around them just leaving or being let go without rhyme or reason. And then, to be honest, the product has just been shit. Storylines, angles, just nothing has been, nothing's been, uh, I don't know, attention grabbing. So I pretty much said, you know what? I don't need to, I don't need to review this anymore. When you when when possibly maybe maybe I hear some rumblings that something good is going on, but other than that, there's really nothing to watch there. Believe me, it's doing me a favor. I'll find something else to watch. Hell, I'll probably even start reviewing Impact. I'll do that. I'll slide that in. As per Impact, people are believing that there's more possibilities of. Uh, opportunities to happen for Impact to be involved in Royal Rumble. Some are saying that there might be some slots open for uh, the men in the men's Royal Rumble. Some are believing that it's uh, Moose or um, Josh Alexander uh, or Morrissey. Maybe, uh, um, oh my God, um, Eric Young making a comeback, maybe. You know, maybe... That maybe we will we'll see some of that, or will there be an AEW presence? Could this possibly happen? People are saying maybe Moxley. I would go more with um with Jericho. I would say Jericho, and I said if 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 it if it is Jericho, let Jericho come in with um with Judas. That would be fucking great. Maybe Brian Danielson, maybe. I'm just um I just wanted it to be that they they you know, just let's let's be honest, let's be real. It's you know, gone are the days of of us not acknowledging other promotions. Hell, even when the territories other other territories recognize other territories, you know, when Dusty was coming in from Florida and he would he would go up to um you know, he'll go up to 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 Georgia or the Carolinas or he'll go over to San Francisco. They will all acknowledge each other. They'll tell you, yeah, get your ass back to Florida or whatever the case may be, or, or he will go into Texas and be a good you know, they, they they know who they work for, used to work for, and they knew the rounds and they just there wasn't any any real discrepancy of, of other promotions being around because everyone knew that they were other promotions. It just the only difference is that the access wasn't available to see it. Now we have access to, to see all these shows. 
And even so, does it really make a difference? Another name that's going and throwing around, maybe from NWA, maybe Chris uh, Chris Adonis, maybe Nick Aldis. This is Mickey James is showing up. That would be cool. I think it's time for us to just really start gaining a sense of uh, realization, WWE. That yeah, I'm not you know I'm not saying we're gonna have this interpromotional war like how Impact is doing. Which by the way, I think it's pretty cool what's going on over there. Maybe we would like to see a Junior Fatu show up. Maybe we'd like to see a, 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 a Shane Taylor show up. Just, you know, just just give something the, the fans could pop for, just for a moment. Just give them a moment to pop. Maybe, maybe crotchety Vince will sit there and realize that there's some money to be made with that. Highly doubt it, though. When we come back, I'm going to cover uh, Hard to Kill. And as I mentioned earlier, having a conversation with our guy, it's going to be Ride or Die with Homicide. Story time, ladies and gentlemen. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Check you guys in a sec. It's that time of season. The season of awards. And Turbuckle Tabloid is here to present to you the 2021 Tabby Awards. It's a time of year where we here at Turnbuckle Tabloid award those for excellence in wrestling. Excellence in such field as male, female wrestlers of the year, comeback, breakthrough, bad, horrible, disgraceful, and other areas of wrestling in which Everyone should be recognized for. Nominees will be posted on Facebook and on Twitter. So vote. Vote for your favorites who should be awarded, commended, recognized, and disgraced. The 2021 Tabby Awards here presented to you by Turnbuckle Tabloid. This recent review of Impact's Hard to Kill will be brought to you by VXS Wrestling. VXX Wrestling's Already Dead is on Fight TV right now. Check those check those guys out. They tore it up this past weekend. You don't want to miss it. There's a ultra-violent death match which occurred on that evening. And I know a lot of you guys who are fans of that will be much, much pleased by what occurred on said show. So make sure you check those guys out. VXS presents Already Dead live. Well, it was live, but now it's on um, Fight TV. So check out, check out the family over there. So Impact Wrestling presents Hard to Kill. At the pre-show, we had Jake something. Defeating uh, Matt, Madman Fulton. Uh, also on the pre-show, you had Mike Bailey, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Laredo Kid in a fatal four-way match. Mike Bailey gets the win. Speedball Bailey makes his debut on Impact. If you guys don't know who Speedball Bailey is, he's from England. Uh, 
And uh, I I remember watching him at uh, WCPW. That's what culture professional wrestling. He's actually a really good re- uh, wrestler. I think he I think he's been gone from wrestling for quite quite some time. Maybe about four or five years. But he's making return making his return. Looked real good at at uh, at that match. You guys should check it out. It's a uh, fun uh, and uh, high 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 highly intense, highly powered uh, wrestling match. Then we got the inaugural Knockouts Ultimate X match. We had uh, Tasha Steele, Alicia Edwards, Chelsea Green, Jordan Grace, uh, Lady Frost, and Rosemary. Gotta tell you, you know what? I, I, and it's not because they're women. It's just, it's like, it, it looked sloppy as shit. It was, it, it was, not 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 the most eye popping match that you would picture for a inaugural match for of this magnitude. Uh, Tasha Steeles get the victory with that that win. It leads up for her to get the number one contenders match for a knockouts championship match. Then we get an Impact X Division Championship match. We had a uh, Trey Miguel, uh, Steve uh, Steve McLean going head to head. McLean uh, can't no longer challenge for the X Division if he loses. Fun match. Uh, this is um, this is this is when business picked up a little bit more. Trey Miguel picks up the win. Uh, this is probably one of the matches that you guys should watch when uh, when you want to get your uh, when you get the chance to watch the Hard to Kill. We get a Ring of Honor Championship match, which was uh. I'm not sure if they they promoted this, but I'm glad that that they did have it. We had a uh, Chris Saban challenging uh, Jordan Gresham for the title, and uh, another another sound match. You guys wouldn't want to match. This was one of those matches as uh, high on the scale of uh, of uh, being um, championship quality. Uh, Gresham pulls out the win here, and it was good to see that Saban could still go at his age and. Um, Able to hold, you know, hold his own against a guy like like Gresham. Jonah um, Jonah Rock goes up against Josh Alexander. This is a a, um, a heated rivalry, and um, it was good to see the the mesh between the big man and the technical sound uh, prowess of Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander gets the win here. So far, the pay per view is looking good. Then we get Hardcore War. We get Slater, Rhino, Eddie Edwards, Riz Swan, and Willie Mack going up against the tag team champions of the Good Brothers, uh, Violent by Design. Yeah, this is when they um, this is when they turned me off a little bit. I'm really, you know, I'm not. I, I understand why they have these matches, but I'm also like, yeah, you can kind of, kind of turn me off of these things. Uh, Slater, Rhino, and Edwards with Rich Swong and Willie Mack get the win. After the match, Ring of Honor wrestler Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Maria Canellas with Vincent and PCO uh, invaded the show and took out the Impact wrestlers. Invasion! We get uh, Matt Cardona going square, uh, squaring up against Moose. Another good match. And um, Morrissey was also involved. 
in this um in this title match. Moose gets the win here. I'm 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 happy to see Moose get the um get the look that he's getting. The, the guy has earned it. He's made his way. He's getting the pushes, and um, he's looking more and more like a star. Uh, match by match. Dex, uh, excuse me, Texas Death Match for the Impact Knockout Women's Championship. Deanna Perrazzo and Mickey James got bloody, ladies and gentlemen. And I was surprised to say that this wasn't actually bad either. This was a good match. When you got when you got two women of caliber, Mickey James and Deanna Perrazzo, I have to say that. I would think it would be a good match. I didn't think it would be really good. And sure enough, these two women pulled it off. Mickey James pulled out the win. And it looks like she'll be going into the Royal Rumble with the Women's Knockout Championship. So that wraps up what well, wraps up here at Hard to Kill review. And uh, guys, get ready. Because it leads up to our conversation with our guy. Homicide stops in. And um, got a lot to talk about with this man. We had a lot to catch up on for the past year. His Hall of Fame induction into the Independent Wrestling Hall of uh, Hall of Fame is coming up. And um, he talks about that, how he, how excited he is about that. And much, much more, including the, um, the tea being spilled about the true background between Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. So... Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We got much more to talk about. See you guys. Yo, this is Tone, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Good day, boys and girls. Once again, it's about that time to enjoy stories from your favorite wrestler and mine. He's funny, he's witty, he's charming, and he'll give you the stories that you'll love to sit back and listen to. It's Ride or Die with Homicide. Giants are very done and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> and um, man, it, it, that's very a uh, depression mode. But man, I'm just kicking, watching the Chuck Norris and smoking my four twenty. <laughs> of course, why not? Why why not? No. Since the Giants suck so. De- and mind you, I'm a Giants fan myself. It's just it's depressing watching them every fucking week, man. It really is. It really is. Thank God I'm a Yankee guy. I'm more of a baseball guy, but damn. Damn. I just, damn. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> do, you, um, 
Do, do you do you get to go out to games and shit like that? Because listen, you've been busy lately, so I don't know. Do you get to go no, catch been, games? No, nah, not really. I've been so busy. My brother was a hardcore Yankee guy, and also at the Kingston, they they hardcore um Giants guys, and and tell me the news, tell me everything about it. But nah, man, I never go out. I've been so busy, man. Not even Yankee games. It's funny because what. We were saying what a little over a year ago. You're like, oh, yo, you know, I'm really thinking about like retiring. I don't want to do this anymore. And then boom, pandemic hits, and then boom, all of a sudden, you the hot commodity again. I know, man. It's just crazy, man. I talk a lot of shit, but then this is ridiculous right now. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> like, telling you, we, we we were speaking about it when we were at Outlaw. And I was sitting there, I said, "Gonya, you want you, you? This is from a guy who was ready to put his, you know, put his boots in the ring, smoke his last blunt, and yeah. walk out. And look at this: the business is picked up. Yeah, you know what it is. Like one day I woke up and I was saying to myself, "Man, I don't want to leave like this." You know, like. You notice that every sports athlete, when they retire, they 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 get they need their closure. You know what I mean? They mm. want to feel happy when they leave. You know, and I, I wasn't happy. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a day I go to a wrestling show, I do my thing, and that's it. The next day, when you wake up, you want to feel happy. You want to feel blessed. You want to feel like yeah, this shit is over. You know, I'm not gonna do other things. I want to feel like that, man. I don't want to feel the next day wake up and be like, "Oh man, like this shit is too soon, man." I don't want to. I, I don't want to quit, man. <laughs> I want to look like Derek Jeter when he had the father <laughs> hit Yankee Stadium. I want to feel like that, man. I really want to feel the next day waking up and I'm like, "Yeah, it's all over." You know, now I can do behind the scenes because pro wrestling is my passion. I love pro wrestling. I'm never gonna leave competitive, competitive, that's different. You know, wrestling-wise, that's very different, you know, but by the scenes, different story. I'm still going to be here today. I die, you know, but, you know, with the boots and put my tape on, my bandana, it's going to be a time, a day that I'm going to be, I'm going to be out. You know, and I'm not going to call it. I'm not going to say anything because I've been saying so many times. <laughs> I feel like a Puerto Rican Terry Funk right now. So I'm like, oh, man, like, I'm back, you know. But man, I've been, I've been, I've been blessed. Man. I've been so good, you know. Um, I've been busy, man, in a good way, you know. And I'm very humble, I'm very humble. I'm like, man, like I'm working next to San Francisco. After I'm going to Brooklyn doing a show there, teaming up with Trevor Murdoch, he's bringing the end of way belt, and you know that's a little bit history, man. We bringing the end of way title back to Brooklyn. It's been sixty years. So that's kind of history right there. That then next week, I'm going to be a dunk to the Hall of Fame. Now, people say, like, oh, it's not a real Hall of Fame. Fuck that. To me, it's a real Hall of Fame. I never, ever wrestled Masco going, well, this is the time that I'm going to be a dunk to the Hall of Fame of Independence. And I'm very glad. I'm very honored. And I'm taking this to the real, man. Like, to me, it's real, and Game Changer Wrestling is is the one who's doing it. So, um, yeah, man, like I'm very blessed. I'm very happy that I'm gonna be part of it. The next day, I got a towel shot. I don't know where it is. It's rumored there might be Moxley. I'm gonna be in the main event at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City, and that's big. 
that's huge, you know. And after that, I'm going to Texas next week. I'm taking the week off. You gonna go so see uh, you gonna see Hernandez when you out of Texas? You gonna go uh, check in with with the fam? Yeah, hopefully, man. I'm going to Dallas, Texas, and he's from San Antonio. But hopefully, I can see him and see what's up, you know, because I got a show that there's called VIP Pro Wrestling, the new promotion that Dallas is doing their thing right now. But right now, I'm just concentrating for the week coming up because, like I said, I'm going to San Francisco. I'm wrestling Jacob Fatu for the first time one to one. Um, and I would say, man, Fatu, bro, if you like. Yokozuna, Omanga, the Hedgehogs, this guy is legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy is the future of pro wrestling, you know? Um, and like, and like that, Callis Wrestling, teaming up with Trevor Murdoch, that's his wrecking ball, and Kobe Carino, the son of Steve Carino. And next day, I'm going to be on the Hall of Fame of Independent, and to me, it's real. I hate when people's like, oh, that's not real. You know, the cauliflower club wrestling and the, 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 I don't give a damn what you think. To me, I'm taking this shit real. And I'm very honored that I'm the first ballot of the independent of the Hall of Fame. And the next day, I got a title shot. I'm going to be the main event in Homestown Ballroom in New York City. So, Listen, pretty the, big, man. The, pretty the, big. the inaugural Hall of Fame. And why would somebody fucking piss in your beer and tell you to drink it and saying that this isn't official? I'm going. I'm, a, I'm being no, in the building. No, no, my no, man is getting inducted. I'm dead. Why would they but do nobody's that? Nobody's gonna say it. But you know that that one jabroni, that <laughs> one chicken head is gonna come and say something stupid like, "Well, this is the real Hall of Fame, man. The real Hall of Fame is man. Shut the hell up, man. That's the problem that nobody want to enjoy a show. You know, nobody want to enjoy anything. And like I said, man, I'm taking this shit real, man. I don't care what nobody thinks, you know. And you know, it, it's gonna be that one person. It's always that one person on the block, on on the roof. There's always hating and always saying some negative stuff. I'm telling you, it's gonna be that one person. I'm gonna laugh about it because I knew it, you know. But like I said, man, I'm, I'm taking this shit for real, man. I don't care what nobody thinks because I deserve it. I earn it to be in the Hall of Fame because I was joking around like if there was a Hall of Fame for the independent circuit I better be the first ballot I better be like Mariana Revelva with the Yankees <laughs> when he was the first ballot for the Baseball Hall of Fame because I did so much for the independent yeah I never been to the WWE I do something for all these wrestling but you know I'm not there full time never New Japan but I don't care I did so much for the independent I'm very grateful I'm happy I'm always telling people that the independent wrestling is the backbone of pro wrestling. Everything you see in WWE and all the wrestling, TNA, Major League Wrestling, whatever, all those cats is from the independent. Why? Because all those superstars came from the independents. Yeah, and you're going in with good company too. You're going in with Jerry Lynn. You're going in with Ruckus. You know, of course, as fan, as fan, uh, as family. Yeah. There. You're going on with with Dave Prezak. You're going in with Tracy Smothers, another guy you know for years. You know, you've seen on the come up. Um, and Lufisto, you, you that you know that's a that's a that's a nice that's a nice induct, so bad, induction right man. there, man. For a first round, yeah. For you guys going in the inaugural, it's well deserved. You, are you be ready? I mean. Because we all know that homicide is not really the uh, uh, Winston Churchill or Barack Obama of speaking. Nah, uh, we're not. The, we're, no, we're not. Man, really... I got no speech. I got nothing. I'm gonna be real. The first thing I'm gonna say: crack curse. 
I'm going to try my best not to curse because you know how these snowflakes are in the wrestling industry. But this is game-changing wrestling. They're a bunch of outlaws. They don't care. But still, I got that respect. But the one thing that nobody doesn't know, I'm very, very grateful lucky that people like Jerry Lynn and fucking Xbox, Xbox, Monster 3, Lightning Kid, whatever you call it, it's going to be the same building mm-hmm. watching me in states talking bad shit. In a good way. <laughs> no, no, listen, you, you have, you know, as much as, as, as we, we spoke about it for the many years that you put out there, it's 27 years already and counting that you've put out there. You, you, you get the love and respect from everybody. There's never been not one person who's ever said anything ill about you or anything. And even still, you know, there's motherfuckers out there that you don't like or you don't do business yeah. with, but you're no. also a cat that you keep that shit on the low. It's funny because one time I'll mention a name or something. You just give me the look like, hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Give me that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, mm. <laughs> he funny. Mm. Yeah. But you don't say it. It's just the look. But no, you, you, you've held the reputation up to where it's like, listen, you know, um, for you not to be the inaugural inductee to this thing, regardless of, of, of how it's coming along would be a travesty because you, yeah. especially for New York, you, you are the benchmark of New York indie wrestling and, and, um, going, it, it, it's, it's like you said, you're the fucking, you're, 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 you're the Terry Funk now. You're, you're there. You're at that, that moment. And by the way, I love yeah. the gear. I fucks with the gear. I like the Terry, the Terry <laughs> Funk homage. Thank you, man. I fuck with the Terry <laughs> Funk homage. Um, so, I mean, uh, uh, what, what are we getting dressed up? We getting, we put on the suit. What we going to have a hoodie. What, like what, what's the gear? What we, what we looking for, for the hall of fame? Man, I'm going to wear the same shit. The always Timberland, some Yankee Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like that same old thing. Uh, okay. I see what's going on here. That same old dude. You, you, nah, should, you not- should wear that with a, with a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a little a flower like those French dudes. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> Have a little on your I'm lapel. Some Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Bob is gonna be me, man. I'm just like, it's just me, man. No suit, no paper with a speech. Nah, man. I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say, and people don't like it. Kiss my Puerto Rican ass. I don't care. You know, I'm just very <laughs> thankful and. and I'm part of this, like very, bro. To me, this is a big, huge highlight, you know. And the next day, all I'm thinking is that I'm a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? That's the crazy part, you know. Like, even though I sound like mad old, old, you know, because people keep, I got these young cats right now who's tearing up in the wrestling industry. Like, man, I used to watch you when you should stab Teddy Hart in the, in the forehead with a fork. And I used to watch you in 2001 and 1998. Thanks, Papa. You, you're making me feel like I'm mad old, you know, but on, on some real, the, the wrestling industry, you know, I'm 44 years old. I feel like a 55 because I had no breaks. I teared up everywhere I went to. You know, I even did TV for like about five years. So I already know how the TV land works. I'm also working with major companies right now. So, yeah, man, I feel like I'm one of those old men Logans <laughs> in the locker room right now. Yeah, but you also, you're also taking that, you know, uh, you're a guy who, you know, you didn't really have a long stretch of injuries. You found a way to get around it. You had a, maybe weed is the shit. Maybe, maybe weed is the yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Now that, Bob, I just being smart, man, because these catchy days, man, they throw things like, man, 
I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with that. You know? but, no, but listen, yeah, in, the but early, you're in, right. the, in your early good. days, in your early days, you were you were that cat, and then you you know you found a way to pace yourself. Uh, you found a way. Yeah. Like who who took you under the learning tree and said, "Listen, you good, but you know you gotta slow it down a little bit here. Maybe you know work on this way. You know you know change your style a little bit here." Anybody took you under the learning the learning tree and schooled you about that? Oh yeah, Manny Fernandez. Yeah, he definitely did that. Yeah, he definitely did that. Like you gotta turn it out. You could be snug. You could be like a brawler, whatever. But you gotta be careful because I used to do that first before that first was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, these call it hardcore. They mm-hmm. became extreme. Right. They became ultra violence. Now it's just death. And now I'm noticing. Like now I know why they call it death. But yeah, many fans came up to me, told me the right way. I'm being smart. You know, tell a story. You know, of course, you're a little guy. You got a heart. You don't want nobody bullying you. And I used to be bullying in school. So, yeah, man, that, that, that right there, I'm not letting nobody try to bully me, especially wrestling. And I had a couple of guys who was about 300 pounds, six, five, trying to bully me. But it didn't work afterwards because they shook my hand and bought me a beat afterwards. Because, you know, they know what's up, you know what I mean? Because I don't mess around like that. So, yeah, many many Fernandez is the man, bro. Rachel Bill, you know, God bless that dude. He's the one who told me so many ways, you know, how to full work, run, patience, everything. Everything what I do is because of him. Do um anytime you get in the ring with anyone that he turned a little bit, you know, it was a little bit too snug that you had to pull him to the side, there, you know, get him in the head like yo, yo, slow the fuck down, man. What's wrong with you, man? Chill <laughs> the uh, fuck out. Um, Samoa Joe. I mean, it wasn't like, and like slow the fuck down. It was one you hit me, I'm gonna hit you back harder. And every time I hit harder, he hit me harder. But we became best friends afterwards. That's the crazy part. I had so many dudes and cats out there that will snug, whatever you call it, and we became real tight friends. Trent Acid, he's one of them. Mm. Became one of my best friends too, you know. So it's crazy, crazy that the people be like, "Yo, chill out," you know what I'm saying? And I became real cool. But Samoa Joe was definitely one. But Joe had a purpose. Joe was like, "I'm not coming to the East Coast and get bullied." That's the way I seen it. Mm. You know, because I always remember he wrestled Loki and Red of Honor, and they went at it. You know, it was real, real stuff. So we were, me and Julius Smoke, we was in the club. We didn't even know who Samojo was. He came up to us, you know, he introduced, yo, my name is Joe, I'm from the West Coast. You know, I told him, yo, my name is D Homicides, my boy Jake Train Julius Smokes. We run this shit, you know what I mean? Because we was the legit enforcers of the locker room, like, we don't play around. And we just clicked, like, right away. It was crazy that we had a match, and yeah, it was very... He had like a shiner, had like a neck injury, but we became tight after that, man. We could great friends. To this day, we still great friends. Yeah, you speak. You bring up Loki, and that's a guy who has a um, he has a, a bit of a reputation <laughs> in the business. Uh, he he's a he's a straight shooter, takes no shit. Is there any a time mm. that you've ever seen Loki smile? Like <laughs> you ever seen him? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. A lot, a lot of people don't know that I trained him. You know, and people say it's my fault, but guys to kick his ass. That's why he's like that. He's from the, I would call it the military background. He loves the culture of, of Jap- Japanese and Chinese, the Bruce Lee thing. He mm-hmm. loves that. 
they take things seriously. But yeah, I've been smiling. Oh yeah, I always talk around like Stu. You better like tell these people the way you really are, man. You just gotta get to know this cat. You know that's the problem with people. You know if you get to know that person. Then you're not gonna be talking mad shit or whatever. But this is the funny part. Everybody talks crazy, but they're not. They're not gonna say his face. They never did. Oh, it's true. That's the crazy part. They never, never. Yo, fuck low key. Yeah, tell his face. Never did. It's yeah. like crickets. Like, yeah, I, it's always like that. He's um, he, he's a, he's a, he's a specimen. But I, I ran into him recently at an event. And I'm like, I'm gonna see if Bob remembers me. And then he's coming down the ramp. And I'm like, Yo, familia. He looked. He's like, What's going on everywhere? Hey, 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 go around. How's everything? You're good. And I'm like, hey, he knows me. He remembers me. <laughs> but yeah, this is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he, 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 um, that that circle of guys that you came up with, you know, they, it's you, you still got that bond. You guys are still, yeah. uh, doing it. You guys are still, uh, 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 still relatable and connected with the fan base because you know, regardless of the reputations, whatever the, uh, it may be, you guys are still. You know, like one of the family. I see people come up to you. We we at the show and people come up to you like as though like our cousins and shit. Like, but also, yeah, yeah. also the wrestlers. How's it? How does it feel when the wrestlers came or come up to you and you know they, they you know they show their respect? You know, like thank you for everything, homicide. Thank you. For everything. How does like like you don't look like you take that well? Nah, you know what it is. I'd be shocked. I'd be like, wait, what? What I did? And they'd be saying these these words like, oh my god, like. Like, man, like, I don't do, like, gangbanging no more. I don't do drugs no more. Like, I play the school because you, then, you know, you give me this hope, like, little people like myself could do whatever. And, man, it's, I'll be in shock. To this day, I still be in shock. Someone come to me and be like, you're thinking, I was like, but with your career, man. Like, look at me right now, man, because of you. And I'm like, nah, man, not because of me, because I'm... To this day, I'm still like one of the boys, you know. I don't change for none. That's what I'm calling the rules. Like, never change for nobody, you know. Because I see a lot of cats, they they left and came back and didn't change. And I never want to be like that. Never. I still go to the hood. I still go to the project. Well, to this day, I still got my 357 just in case. Because the cats think I'm rich or something. But, you know, that's a lot of story, you know what I'm saying? But... I still come to the hood. I still, like, I don't care, man. Like, I, I still be in shock when people calling me, be like, yo, yo, deep thinking for everything what you've done. And I'm like, especially right now, right now, like, like, like I'm going to be a Hall of Fame. I'm getting crazy, crazy text messages and Instagram things and whatever, Facebook telling me congratulations on your main event for the 23rd of January. You deserve it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow. To me, I'm just like, like a shock about everything. Like, oh, this is some real shit. I like this. I like this a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. I like this. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm, I'm very humble, man. I really appreciate everybody kind of words, you know? Yeah, January 22nd, it'll be on YouTube for free, guys. Check out the, uh, the Hall of Fame induction for the indie scene live from, uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom here in New York City. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Jerry Lynn, Homicide, Ruckus, uh, Dave, uh, Dave, uh, Prezak, uh, Lufisto, and, uh, and Tracy Smothers. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a great induction going in an inaugural card, especially for, for a guy from Marcy, Fort Greene, Brooklyn. 
Went to Eastern District. You know, who knows where it could have happened. You know, what could have happened. It could have been, it could have went left easily. Did we ever get locked up before? Did we ever do time before? Like, not even time, but like, you know, got got arrested a couple of times. Such a booking. I've been juvenile then. Do you remember Woody Jonathan made that rule that when I was 16, they had to go to, to Rikers after that? Right. I was doing booking and, and Jake Street. And after that, Woody Jonathan made that rule because he was dealing with the mob or whatever that he just made everybody go to Rikers, you know? And I was with the C76, man, and... Yeah, man, I was with a bunch of fucking Latins at that time, <laughs> at the time, so it was crazy. It was crazy, man. How long you did on the island? Oh, like six No, excuse me. A total six months. Uh, three, I would say like, if I'm mistaken, 43 days. Shit. Like, but that know. 43 days, it felt like three years. Oh, no, definitely. Listen, I, all I did was night and central bookings, and I was like... Nah, this shit ain't for me, fam. <laughs> like, this ain't the no, move. No, it's not cool, man. I used to, I used to get jumped a lot, you know. And then, uh, um, man, I smell bleach. I hate bleach. I cannot stand bleach because that's all you smell is bleach when you go over there. Mm. I don't know what it is, but you smell bleach. Did I guess to clean the floors or whatever. But yeah, man, when we came bad. up, when we came up, you know, when you was doing, when you was a YO or whatever, you we, you know, you, you go, you go Spofford. Spofford used to be this shit back in the days where you know that was the the youth correction shit and um and the Bronx and shit. And then yeah, like yeah. you said, they changed it up and it was like nah, all those YOs send them up to the island. And um, yeah. I had a, I had a few of my peoples who went up there and shit, and I'm like. Yo, fam, I, I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not with the shits. Nah, man, I'm good. Nah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not whatever it was said. Like, yo, Joe's Cuban. I, bro, do I do do you? You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be talking <laughs> to you afterwards, but nah, it's not cool, man. It's not be like cool, man. Wrestling saved my life. That's why I love wrestling, man. Because it really saved my life. I dropped out of high school. Um, did a lot of fucking shit, man, with a lot of people, like, clicks and everything, man. And I did a lot of bad stuff. And wrestling just saved my life, man. They really did. And I've been doing this. I love what my brother-in-law says because I want to punch him in the face. He said, oh, he's doing that big stuff for 27 years. Yeah, dog, get this bright, bright hook up in your face, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing, too, that yeah. people don't understand is, like, you know, like, right now, I'm, you know, the game is on, and I'm going, okay, you know, you got football players, you know, they get hit or whatever the case may be. I said, but, you know, and I try to explain to to people who don't understand my love for wrestling. And I go, yeah, you guys yeah. watch football, but you motherfuckers don't understand that wrestlers do this shit every night. These these guys do it once a week. Wrestlers do this shit when they consistent. They do it almost every night. It's 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 a car crash for them every night. Yeah, there's no off season. So regardless of what you say it is, you know, that, that you know, it takes a toll on, on, on you guys' body. And there's a respect yeah. to it. And, you know, I, I I often say, and especially when it comes to a guy like you, that, you know, you've found a way to adjust in in your your styles and when you change up and the way you uh, work with other guys. You know, there's certain people that have yeah. that straightforward kind of mentality with wrestling, but you find a way to get yeah. around it. Is it, uh, is it, um, is one of those situations like, is it because like, you know, that wrestling evolves, it changes, or is it that you do realize that, you know, certain aspects of it is like, yeah, my body is not going to be able to do a lot of shit? 
Well, but my secret is you need to understand, you know, like what's going to happen. Like, say, like today, I got a match with fucking uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. So I'm saying to myself, okay, Ray Mysterio Jr., but I'm talking about now, not like back in the days. So I'm like, we got to take it easy today. So we're going we're gonna to do like more character and, do, and hit off our signature moves, you know. Then the next day, you wrestle in minivan. And you say to yourself, okay, I got to go all out. You know what I mean? So I go all out. So that's why I say, like, you got to play smart on your game because sometimes you cannot go all out every single match. I got legends, living legends right now telling me, yo, D, you need to slow it down. You bump it too much. That's my thing. I love to bump, you know? Like, perfect example, you was there when I wrestled Rhino. At a phone call, and someone told me that I saw you match with Rhino, man, you went, you went too much. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't too much. Like, maybe I bumped more, because sometimes these, I hate, I hate saying old heads, they're not old heads. It's the people who retire, who's not in the industry anymore, but they're a living, and they are millionaires, and not retired happy. They call me, and they tell me, like, okay, this is what you did wrong. And to me, I did nothing wrong. You know, I just love the bump. That's it. And yes, you got to be careful the way you do your thing, because if you go too far, you might get hurt, and the next day, you're not going to get paid because this is my shoe job, you know? So I cannot afford to break my ankle, my shoulder, because if that happens, I'm done for six months. That's what they always say, save your money in wrestling, because if you don't save your money, you're done. Yeah, you and I was playing smart. Yeah, you had told me that before. We have talked about it before that early on. Because like, I said, you had, you, you're, you had to equate, you have to be a millionaire. If through your career, you had to equate that, but now you was like, yeah, you know, my, you know, money went to certain yeah. bullshit back in the days. Yeah, I like to save money. Yeah, well, that's how we do. That's what we doing these days. Yeah, I like, I like, I like what I do as a grinder. It's almost like that blue magic. You got that blue magic. You sell it. You put that little. piggy bank. You know what I mean? You save it just in case for that cold weather or the rainy day. You know and. And when that day happens, like perfect example, I had shoulder surgery 2015. I had no insurance. I had to pay like 10 G's. So look, I saved a lot of money. Right. And I was good afterwards, you know, because I played smart. Some people don't play smart. Like when I lived in Florida, when I used to work for TNA, I used to be the Al Bundy of street clubs, bro. Every <laughs> day I go to street clubs. I used to make bank, you know what I mean? And I messed up. You know, I spent all my money on some trees. And I'm not talking about no nickel. I'm talking about like bags. Like I'm th- like like an ounce or a pound. You know, of the medical marijuana. You know what I mean? And that that was lovely. And every two weeks I used to buy medical marijuana from LA. You know, and I, man, I was dumb. I was so dumb. I spent more money and somehow I'm noticing my money's going down. Because my dad passed away, so mm-hmm. I need to go back to the hood. And that's what I did. So I went to the hood for some reason. That's what I thought about it. Yo, I'm losing money. I need to chill out. You know, I need to calm down. And it kind of humbled me when I went back home. Somewhat, some, there's a few there's a few ladies out there in Florida who got um, real estate licenses and fucking college degrees because Homicide was at the club <laughs> just, just dropping dollars and shit. There's, yeah, there's, fuck there's, them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Do the kids know who daddy is? Like, do they know the, 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 how, how, how much of a, like a, a, a big name you are in wrestling? Do the kids know that? I know your son, your son towers over you. Like, is he, does he look into like taking yeah. bumps and shit? I hope not, man. Like, he loves basketball. So I'm like, yeah, I stay with that. Because when he was a kid, you know, he loved wrestling. But afterwards, he, he was in love with basketball. So hopefully that'll be his. I mean, he's 24 years old. He's a grown ass man. You're going to see him in the, in the Hall of Fame in the show, too, you know, and it's going to be kind of funny. <laughs> he's, he's way bigger than me. Yeah. Like, sometimes I got to let. Tell the baby, I'm like, hey, man, we just DNA test. And I looked at his smile, look, oh, okay, that's mine. Never mind. <laughs> you know, you look, so, you got to put your head up and point and go, repeta. Mira, repeta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it, 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 this could be the last I get to, he came to one of my shows. He was like about four years old. Mm. He's 24 and he's coming to one to my wrestling show. He got no idea. Um, when I say no idea, he got no clue what I do. He got he, the respect, everything, everything you name him. Like, he knows me, that he knows me about wrestling, bro. It's crazy. It's funny because uh, right now uh, we're talking, and my daughter's sitting here. She's uh, she's on the couch doing her work or whatever. And it's like, you know, I'm having a conversation with Homicide. We're cool, and, and you know, we're doing this. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, you don't understand, like, my status <laughs> so you're not getting my status yeah. but um you 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 guys just recently what your your daughter's what one now yeah your youngest what well, yeah, my youngest one and that's the part that i can't wait because she the man i was like hoping that i still wrestle and I, uh, i'm not <laughs> and <laughs> thank god for videos and youtube and all that and how to how to go one of my dreams and one day she like about i was 18 years old watching you know, homicide tapes, and she's saying, yo, daddy, that's you. Well, what you doing? And my friends up there, my friends are, oh, daddy was a badass. And she's like, dad, that is corny. Get out of here with that, you know. <laughs> like, I'm a sucker, you know what I mean? Like, she got no clue that I'm very aggressive, the middle finger, outlaw. She got no clue. My son, too. My son got no clue about that. I took, my whole family does it on me. I took my 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 cousin to like about when I I've been speaking I would say fifty two years old. He's a triple OG in New York City. When I say triple OG, you might know him because he was in news. You know, he's he's name, one the old name, guy. The, the name ring bells. Let's just say that the name yeah. rings bells. His name his name is Chino. You know, but they call him Chino. But uh, I call him Freddy. Mm. You know, and the reason why they call him Cheeto because he look like Bruce Lee, but that's their story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he can't get to one of my show. I think it was a Ring of Honor show. Uh, yeah, it was a Ring of Honor. And, man, he was like, oh, my God, yeah, people are, are wrapped around. Like, I had no clue you was like this. I Trust me, nobody does know. He's the first person in my family. I got a big family, but he's the first person to witness everything and of course he told my whole family oh you got no idea that this dude is like this like that like yeah man the only thing that i'm having little troubles is my mother i mean my, my mother like god bless you like yo my son he's on tv his name is homicide i'm like my chill and she's <laughs> in the hood 
talk 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 to people like people from from the front lobby who's selling. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, you got that's why I carry the three to seven just in case. You know, but I be telling her you need to chill out because they're gonna look at you. They might do something stupid. I gotta come with the hammer. You know, but it's the little things. You know does she I mean? have? Does she like, have like a mural dedicated to your wrestling career? Like it has like uh, that's, that's my song. Uh, man, that's my song. She, she, <laughs> dog, she. Uh, I think she motivated me the most because back in the days in 1994 when I started, when I told her I'm gonna become a pro wrestler, I job with that. That's no no and yo, she was dissing me and saying that this is not a job. You better work for such and such and. Ten years later, I went to Japan. She was like, yo, can I get a picture show my friends who you are? <laughs> then he comes not. to toys. He comes to everything. And now the ass kissing coming out. I'm like, oh, okay. You want those people now. <laughs> At first, you was hanging me. Now you kissing me. Get out of here, B. <laughs> <laughs> Linda. But, it, it, you know, it, it's kind of tough to realize that, uh, you know, your kid is going to tell you, I'm going to um, go in the ring and, and, and get slammed on my back and on my head a few times a night and then, you know, uh, get paid, you know, with hot dogs and handshakes early on, you know, and it, 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 either, if, 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 you know, anybody's kid, can, the one thing you'll turn around and be like, eh, okay, I mean, whatever, you, you sure you don't want to um, wash cars or some shit, you're all right, you probably get money yeah, for it. Man. But, um, I can't do that. Like my daughter, she loves wrestling because her grandmother, she's a real, real, real fan. When I say real fan, I'm, I'm talking about she's down with the WWE Universe club and everything. Like she's a real fan. And I'm like, man, they're, they're watching wrestling right now because she's always like hanging out with her and always watching wrestling. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, she's going to like this thing. <laughs> oh, I'm going to prepare for the worst. <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine that she goes, so, D, I got the John Cena doll. Where is your oh doll? Where is your yeah. action figure? I'm waiting. <laughs> You're not paying oh. for your action figure. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. I see it. <laughs> um, not going to keep you on for too long because I know, like I said, you, 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 like I said, my guy, you been busy man like i said we talked about there's a lot lot and lined up for you and such um it's um it's 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 been a long time coming that you know like i said the induction is going to happen and as well as uh people gonna um show their respect and show love to to the man who's been putting it out there for this um but besides the um the ring work uh what's what, what we have planned for uh 2022 you know we 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 saw the 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 spurt happen the the, the big the, the big growth happened for you in 2021 um and i know you've you've had your hands in the cookie jar for different things i know you're working you know you you're working with mlw uh nwa and you know like you like you mentioned you're 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 really getting more focused and locked in and doing more uh, backstage stuff uh uh what's some what's some other things that you're looking for uh goal orientated for the rest of this year what we got going on um Man, I think you just said that. I mean, for some reason, I don't know what it is, man, but I want to work Cody Rose. I don't know why. But that's one dude that I like to work when the year's over. And I'm going to call him out. I think he's one of the greatest professional wrestlers ever. And a lot of people boo him and everything. 
Uh, man, that 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 dude, he's smart, man. I know exactly what he's doing, you know. But for some reason, I don't know why, man. I just want to work with Rhodes. Never worked with him, right? Never worked with him. I'm cool with him and everything, you know what I'm saying? We got to respect each other, you know. Um, of course, our education did a little thing, thing. But, yeah, man, like, I don't know what it is, man. I want to work him, you know what I mean? One day, I will. Um, I will, you know, and... I'm, I, maybe I'm not going to be the, what you call it, the, the people that treat you like Roman Reigns, John Cena, and I'm good with that because, you know, I told this cat that I think I told you too that I went to Seattle for the first time. I'm not really a person, and um, I seen a light. Mm-hmm. And the light say, dude, you're not going to get signed. I'm talking about corporated, you right, know, right. that little, you know, and I'm cool with that, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that right there, that told me something, you know what I mean? Then my brother was telling me, though, you don't understand, bro. You like the, it's finally, you, you like the king of the underground, bro. You you move a lot of people in the underground scene. I'm like, what the hell that means? Like, I'm talking about the, the people from the hood, people who go for a struggle and everything, you woke them up and everything. So it kind of hit me. You know, I'm talking about recently, you know, I'm like, it hit me like, oh, shit, okay, I see what's going on. Right now, I got, dude, I don't give a fuck right now, man, how the dude is looking at me. Oh, you look like a little ghetto. I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? I don't care about nobody. This is the way I am. You know, people say, in the corporate side, and you want to make money, you got to change. Uh, what you mean you got to change it? Be like, like, we got to say, I don't know, you change your name. I don't mind changing my name, homicide, to whatever, but you're not going to call me Recalo Cruz or something. Like, so, nah. You're not going to call me some Sofrito Sanchez. Yeah, Sofrito. Goya Sanchez. Get out of here, B. I'm done with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm going to be myself. You know what I mean? And... I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I feel good, you know. Um, every time I go to certain places, every locker room, everybody show me mad love, and it kind of motivates me to do my work even harder. And I like to be myself. Every, everything what I do, when I chill with you in the bar, and everything, that's, that's on me. I don't change nobody. And people say, oh, dude, you got to change. Kiss my ass. I'm not changing <laughs> nobody. You know what I mean? And these cats telling me there's anybody. I thought it very loud, though, for G-Stuff telling me, like, oh, dude, you got to change. Don't say this. Don't say that. Be the more victory man type of guy. I'm not, bro. I'm going to be myself. You know, the one thing I'm going to say, can I curse? Because it, it might come out. It might say, like, well, I'm telling you right now, if people got a problem with me, what I do, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I might say that on YouTube. It might be a lot of people, but hey, man, that, I, uh, that's me. I and, and and you know, it's it's um, it's come to that moment in time to where it's like we we're, we're gonna celebrate the fucking the 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 career of a man who who um took bumps early on from a a a. a from churches, from um, street, yeah. from um, block parties, uh, from um, what is like a uh, boxing rings. <laughs> and, and, yeah, man. And when, a lot of bullshit. Yeah, and all of a sudden you look at the career, and um, we got a guy who's he's still 
fucking homegrown. And when he comes to when he comes to NYC, he goes, "Yo, I gotta go check my mom's because <laughs> that's where I'm at." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I go to the PJ. I love I love that. You know, like I, I wrestle. Um, even though it's a different story, but then Brian American Dragon. It was like 15 years later at the time. That's how I was blown up. And I'm about to go to TNA, but I beat him for the belt and everything. Me and Julius Small, we go to a bar. Of course, we got kicked out because something happened. I forgot what happened, but we got kicked <laughs> out. I told one of the boys, yo, man, I got to go for green. So for what? I got I to gotta see my mom. And they're looking at me like, what? Yep. And I'm going to the MTA. I took the motherfucker A trade to J Street. They looked at me like I was a crackhead or something. Like, wait, what? You're not taking no, no limo. This is happening right now, actually, bro. When people tell me, like, why are you taking the train? Because I like the train. That's why. You know what I mean? Uh, what's wrong with that? I like it. I mean, I'm not into go. Um, it was outlaw wrestling. And we did a show on Long Island. I forgot what day it was, but it was a Long Island. They gave me this big-ass locker room. Excuse me. No, it was a great locker room. It was small, but it was a great locker room. I'm mm-hmm. talking about beer, my own bathroom. Everything was just me, me, me. I'm looking. The other locker room was huge. And all the boys was there. I'm like, nah, I'd rather be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. went to the big locker room. I told the promoters for Alo Russell, thank you for everything, man. But I'd rather be here, you know. And it was cool. It was mad cool, you know. It was it wasn't no like this and them whatever. But it was just one of those things like I'd rather be with, you know, the guys that, you know, starting for that struggle because that is pro wrestling. You're gonna go through a struggle. I laugh at people when they say like, Man, pro wrestling is easy, man. I go I graduate from Princeton, you know, I got my college degree, my master's from PhD, whatever you call it. I'm good. Yeah, right. you said so. You're going to go through that struggle. <laughs> and a lot of people, they think like, oh, he's blowing up like that. Because, nah, man, I'm telling you, that person going through a struggle. Every person in the rest of the business is going through a struggle. You got some who, go, who are very low and some who are very high. For me, I'm very low. I'm a survivor. I'm, I love my teeth. You know what I'm saying? Survive for the business. Then that's what I did. And I'm good. I'm happy where I'm at right now. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not hanging out with half not one of those guys from the Playboy Mansion, but I'm good, you know? Can you imagine that your daughter ends up being a CM Punk fan and not a Homicide fan? <laughs> it's like, she'll turn around. Bro, and- <laughs> my son like Cork Cabana and they like me. And I get this out. <laughs> It's like all the all the uh, all the, the 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 asses you kicked and matches you had yeah. at the uh, and I and I always look at like how YouTube and um and and the social media they they list great matches and you always end up on so many people's list, but yet people still will turn around and be like, well, "What happened to him?" And I'm like, "He good, like he's really good, like you guys don't understand, like." He's you you you've come to because we all know that wrestling as as a lot of businesses, but wrestling is a really fucking cutthroat, and you've it seen is. it face to face where people do asshole shit, and yeah. um you've maneuvered it to uh, to a way to where it's like you've done more as a person who's done chess moves, you know, if 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 you're a chess player, yeah. you've done chess yeah. moves and been able to 
find your success in different ways. And not only have you done it for yourself, you've done it for so many people around you. Like um, the Eddie Kingston mentioned on fucking um, AEW, although you were there, but when he mentioned the guys he respect, I know that shit went over big. Which one is that one? Uh, that's when he was talking about um, guys that he respect in the business. He mentioned you, Loki, uh, Amazing Red, and um, I know, you know, I know people. Oh, that's the mention with CM Punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I, that was real. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good, but that was like frustration built up, and, and he just got. I need to say something. It just came out. But that's how was it? Was but how was so, it that so you, good. There, there was heat there. But how is it that a guy like you, who's fucking, uh, uh, your family with both of them, you cool with both of them, like, yeah, the heat, the, the heat is legit, like it's there, but yet it's like, oh, you know what? Let's eh. let's let's use let's, yeah. let's, let's, use, let's, use, let's use it for the wrestling right now. Let's get it. Yeah, you know what it is like. There is so many people that they know me. So many, so many people like yo man. I don't like your man. But that's, that's my man right there, man. All right, whatever. Go back for whatever you do. I don't want to see you touch each other when I'm there. I'm not breaking nothing up. Not, I love CM Punk, man. That dude, I I told my boy Hanson, I don't know if you remember, he used to be a referee from Jersey Pro. Great guy. His name oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great, great guy. He hated CM Punk, you know, and then, People tell me it's the way they see Punk treats people. I never seen it. And they're telling me, like, yo, do you smoke so much weed? Of course you've seen that. Like, no, I didn't, man. I, I want to know. The problem is that the CM Punk treats guys like crap. But he never treats me like crap. And I always get the, the reason why, because he's scared of you. Nah, it's not that. Because, dude, he still calls me to this day. The Ice of the Cake was a show I did at the Off the Ash Stadium in Queens, New York. And I was just chilling with Press Nana. And um, he, was in, he was in the ring, like, talking to somebody up there match. He saw me. And mind you, I didn't see him, like, in 10 years, you know, because after Ring of Monday went to Dodery, I never seen the person. We always talk and text mm. and phone. But that day in Queens, he saw me. He jumped out the ring, jumped all over the government, give me you tell how you do it. It's been a long time, telling me stories and all that. And to me, that that's what that love, man. Dude, you're a billionaire, bro. I'm 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 a small guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't be, be talking to me, but he's like, man, fuck that, man. I'm talking to you, man. You the real deal, you know? Because we did so much, we helped each other so much back in the days, man. Like, even though there's stories on YouTube and it's kind of true, but we still helped each other out. And that's the one thing about this dude, man. I love this dude, but he never changed, man. He's still the same ass. To me, he's a cool asshole. You know, because a lot of people hate him. Eddie Kingston. Dude, Eddie Kingston one of my best friends. She might go by, dude. And he like him. He don't. And I tell her, I know you like him. It's not even like him. You don't trust him. But, but that's the wrestling thing. But that's not in everybody's life click, though. That happens not, not only wrestling, but it happens in life. And there's certain people that it's like, look, you know, I'm not, I'm not asking y'all motherfuckers to like, you know, shake hands and and, and kumbaya and and hug each other. It's like, it just it is what it is. And then the whole aspect with the whole, you know, he scared you. It's like that doesn't even matter if if 
He fucks with me. He fucks nah. with me. You know, it's it's nah. just certain people just don't have that that connection, and that goes to show you you're the guy in that element that you know I'm good with everybody, and if you're a piece of shit, I don't fuck with you, and that's it. That's really when if y'all gonna if if and y'all gonna dog it out and y'all gonna throw down and be like, all right, yo, handle your business and do what y'all gotta do, and, man. And that match was a perfect example. Exactly. If you're gonna yeah. talk it out. Yep. You're gonna and that, do that promo. If you look back, that promo it was all real. That match was beyond. To me, that's better than. I'm sorry because I like that dude M J F Feinstein, whatever yeah. his name is. Uh, him. Like I rather see more upon Kingston. And some stuff the fan comes out of me because of my fan. I told Kingston, "Yo, man, what's gonna happen? Last one time, but it's gonna happen again." All right, cool, cool. Respect, you know. But that's one thing, Eddie. They trust him, and he said, I'm going to get him. It took 15 years later to do it, but it was worth it, and he got away once. And, dude, somebody told me this, and I was, like, mind-boggling that this is how awesome Eddie Kingsley is, that there was boys seeing Punk and cheering for Eddie. And I'm like, man. And Eddie's like me, bro. Eddie don't want to hear, like, dog, you're the man right now in all the wrestling. You're like the, the golden boy. Like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> He's just like me. You know, so, but, yeah, Eddie's real deal, man. And that's what the, I'm never going to let nobody touch Eddie, like, bad, good, business-wise. What happened was the CM Punk didn't respect Eddie back in days. You know, Eddie, everything was seeing Punk was saying to Eddie, it was true. That promo was, it was true. That's how good it was. I think, to me, that's the best promo to 2021. When you, uh, when you hear it, when you hear it, do you go, oh, shit, he's actually bringing that shit up? <laughs> bro, bro, yes. Uh, especially about her body name. Especially with seeing Punk. You know why that these... Outspoom hate that. Like, why you gotta put my name in this? Like, I'm in the middle of this situation right now, you know. And that they had a match, and I was saying to myself, "All right, dog it out, take that frustration, let it out, and show the whole world who you are." And that's what he did. That's exactly what Eddie did. See, Punk, it's a it's a franchise of pro wrestling right now. You got your Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, your Rock. Yo, 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 John Cena. Now, at this era, you got to see Punk now. Part of that group, you know. Now we need somebody. He come Eddie Kingston. To me, Eddie Kingston is new Dick Murdoch slash Terry Funk slash yeah. those outlaws back in the days. He's one of those guys, you know. Think about it. Look at the way he looks. He looks dirty. Bill Belly loves to eat. Lust drink, but very, I love it. Very throwback. Because, right, he's different to everybody. He's different to everybody. That's why I'm mad, too. He always said, I got that from you. I shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that, you know, but <laughs> he always say that, bro. Like, I told him the other day, like, yo, you like Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was the bag it became good. Nah, bro, I got it from you, man. You was like the I don't want to hear you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, it's also a thing that it's his time. Sometimes uh, and we've talked about it before the time, you know, sometimes you don't make it. Sometimes time lets you know that this is, mm-hmm. this is when you're going to come up and this is where his came up came. And, you know, I'm happy that he's, he's embracing it. And I'm happy that, that he's, um, he, he's getting the, the, the celebrity and the, 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 the money that he deserved. And, and, you know, 
Yeah. That's what I tell you is the same thing. Yo, your time is gonna come. It, you know, little by little, the the door will open up, and your ass better fucking run and grab that shit. You know what I mean? It's gonna oh, happen. Yeah, definitely. But you know what? Something. My time now. I don't. Know, I don't want to say it's almost up, but it's coming to that road right now. Like walk away by being happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling you earlier today, for some reason, I want to wrestle called road. You know when people got these stupid dream lists, whatever right, you want right. to call the list? Yeah, yeah. One of my lists is called road. I don't know why. It's just something about them that I want to work. You know? And also, I don't want to see my education at all in wrestling. Uh, it could be pay-per-view. It could be a dynamite. It could be rampage. One of my things, too, is a rumor I'm going to wrestle Moxley. But that's a rumor because right now we don't know how he feels. I don't mm. know what's going on. But if it's true, the, the rumor is true about him coming out to Nick City. I'm going to meet main event, I guess, one of the greats. So that's one of them, you know. So I'm good, you know. I'm happy, you know. And somebody say, man, homicide, like, he never made it. Man, suck a dick or something, man. Because I'm good, man. <laughs> Before before I let you go and uh, we go we'll wrap it up. Um, anybody anybody that you haven't wrestled that you wish you could have? Oof. Man, Cody was one. <laughs> I mean, was. he's still there. That that opportunity is there for you. It's it's there. It could happen. But anybody you know retired, passed away, um, can't do it anymore. Uh, it doesn't seem like it, it, it can. It would ever happen. Anybody that you you you, you would have loved to wrestle, but you 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 you, you didn't get that opportunity to. Um, you got time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that 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 that's that's well, good. Bruce Bart is one of them, of course. Bruce Bart is one. Mm. Um, uh, Terry Funk, I wrestle him, but I would love. To work home, especially uh, say like 1989 Terry Funk, if that makes sense. Um, Sabu at the ECW Arena. I wrestled him as six men, but one on one. Sabu in the ECW Arena. Uh, Pentagon Jr. I worked on him in Impact Wrestling. I think it could have been better. Not saying they suck, but I think we should have a feud. But Impact Wrestling was being bunch of videos at that time, so I'm not going to say anything <laughs> positive about them. Um, man, Psh, dude, I got so much, like, uh, uh, man, I know the person I never worked, it was Cody Rhodes. The person I wish I had a few with was Pentagon Jr. Uh, Dolly Boys. Uh, I wrestled Team 3D by Magic Dully Boys. It could be LAX, the Boys, or Alos Inc. Me and Eddie Keith defense Dully Boys. Right. Um, uh, I mean, because listen, you, you, you was in the ring with, you know, yeah, the Suzuki. Um, that, that, that was crazy. I wish I would have been there for the, to see that shit. Um, oh, bro, I'm sorry. That's one of my bucket lists. I'm sorry that I didn't mention Mr. Suzuki, but that, he's like my, I want to say final because I can't tell you anything, but in February, I'm going to get my final bucket list. Oh, really? 
this guy, yeah, it's huge. Like, you're going to be like, why? You're going to call me and be like, Maricon, you didn't call me. <laughs> like, it's, it's big, it's big. But uh, Minoru Suzuki is uh, my final Japanese bucket list. And in only days, my bucket list, he told me, dude, it's crazy. It's like the way he hit me, that's how he gave me knowledge. It's crazy. He didn't even have to talk to me. He just hit me. I already know. Like, this is the way you got to do it now. Like, this is your new style right now. And like, so now I'm the American Suzuki. The way he is, just American boy. But the Puerto Rican boy, you know what I mean? But yeah, Mary Suzuki, man, like, fuck, man. That guy is phenomenal. He's an amazing person, uh, a great teacher, one of the best wrestlers of of, of everything. He's, that dude is, he's off the hook, man, and... That's one of my great moments of wrestling. At 27 years, that got to be my top three favorite matches of all time. I was so pissed I couldn't get to that show, man. I was fucked. I said, yeah, I, I was like, fuck. I, I, that's the match I want to see, but I was able to watch it later on and stuff, and I said, yeah, he, he served you some it's shit. He served you, yeah, he served you some shit that night. <laughs> he served you. He gave you some it was, it was, you know, when people say, yo, he kind of stepped you in a bad way. It was like, man, he gave me some knowledge. Or he gave me something. <laughs> it, it hurt it. I saw a flashlight, but it was like, he gave me something, like a knowledge. I feel so good afterwards. Like, it was one of those, like, nobody can. It was a confident, a confident thing that nobody's going to touch me now. I'm going to fuck somebody up right now. Even I L.A. Park, I saw your match with L.A. Park, and I was like, I, I said, yeah, all right, you guys are going, all right. Bro, <laughs> yeah, and that was, I was in shock because I thought that it was going to be one of those, uh, what's the right words, those those, those the rumors, like, oh, it's an old school bitter, and prob- a proper guy, mm. he's not going to give you anything, and he, he, he was so cool with me, bro, like, he told Sava Vega, to me, he's my uncle at wrestling, so I was like, yo, this guy's legit, man. This is territory. Because La Parca, we did something before. La Parca, like, man, I didn't think he was that popular. He's very popular, you know? <laughs> like, and so I was like, yo, that guy, he's legit, bro. Like, he, don't sleep with him. Oh, oh yeah, pase respeto. Ese, ese, ese un hombre, pase respeto. He he was telling me like yo do karana do this like dude you treating me like get on me mankana right now I can't do that. I can do that but I'm I'm that old right now I can't do that. Yeah, you asking you like, asking for too much, man. You asking for too much. <laughs> yeah, man, be Maku and I, I hope I can rematch with him, man. And I think it's gonna be in Mexico in the future. But like I said, man, I'm gonna have a banger. Coming up real soon. I can't say anything, but right, we got right, the little I, I'm, I'm checking on that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a banger. You know what I'm saying? And if and, and nobody doesn't know what this guy is, you don't you don't know wrestling. Like, don't even talk to me. It, it's one of those. So once again, I'm gonna say like they can say, "How that? Who's that?" They can say that, but this guy, <laughs> nah. If you say, and, 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 you, and you never, and, you, and you've never, and you've never faced him before, right? Never did. Oh, he's like my final, final, final bucket list. My, my you know final, what? like, I could retire happy. We thought I, I talk about shit about retirement, but it's one of those. If I, if I work him, 
I could retire happy. I'll leave the I'll leave that as a teaser because I, I'll make sure that once the announcement is made, I'll fucking braggadocious about it later. An exclusive. <laughs> Guys, make sure you check out the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. It's gonna happen this upcoming Saturday, January 22nd at the Hammerstein Ballroom. It will be free for all you guys who cannot make it. It'll be on YouTube, and um, the inductees that night is, of course, a family. Homicide is going to be inducted by Chris Dickerson. We have uh, Jerry Lynn being inducted by Sean Waltman. We have Ruckus being inducted by Sanjay Dutt. We also have uh, Dave Prazik that's going in, Tracy Smothers, and Lufisto as well. Guys, you don't want to miss that. If it's free... And to show love to the indie family, this is where we're gonna be at. You gotta make sure you're there on January twenty second. This uh, this this uh, upcoming Saturday, two weeks from now. Make sure you check out uh, YouTube for that. And for the familia, um, always check out uh, where, where, where we get homicide because homicide actually had to change his IG recently because some bullshit happened. Yeah, I got hacked, man. Like now, I got a new one. It's called Homicide Outlaw. Simple. I'm a side outlaw. Like, I'm one of the last outlaws of pro wrestling. So, <laughs> real simple. You're, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that you guy, you're a guy who's not very tech savvy. So, you just didn't know what the fuck nah. happened. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You, you're a good person. But, yeah, I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm like, ah, you know. I am. I'll be honest with you. I, I just do a promotion. Because it's telling me, like, you got to get on Twitter. You got to get on IG. I don't, want, I don't want none of that. I'm not. I'm one of those people now. It was funny because I went, to me- I, I went to message you to let you know about uh, that I was going to be an outlaw and shit. And I didn't get a response. I was like, wow, what the fuck happened here? And then all of a sudden, you fucking posted it on your Facebook. Because, yo, I got hacked, yo. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, well, I, I, got I, I got suspended. I got hacked. I'm not trying to get my bank accounts and every, every information. Yeah. It got to be one of those looty tunes, man. Because I keep telling people, you got to be careful with the media. Change your passwords every month, you know what I mean? Be careful. Like a pornhub.com saying something, <laughs> don't click it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't click it. And you know how we like the pornhub? We, we do like the yeah, pornhub. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up with Hamasop. Bye. Don't go anywhere yet because I want to talk to you about something. But everybody else, thank you for, for, for chiming in. And please, as always, Homicide is the fam, and we we we're gonna check in, and uh, we we're gonna hear about the exclusive coming up soon. So guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Check you check you guys in a sec. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Turnbuckle Tabloid.